Do you want a little help? Don't worry about me. Fighting that little beast made me start thinking about the animals I left behind on the island, and so I let my guard down. Now to fight like I mean it. Alright! Baby girls, what's going on? It's your boy SKIP.88 here from Blurred over here, Ben, bringing you back another episode of Being a Blur. And we got an outstanding, fantastic brother right here in the Blurred community you see below your screen. We're going to go ahead and let him introduce himself the way he wanted to be introduced. And we're going to go ahead and take everything away with this awesome interview. Good sir, it's all on you. Introduce yourself and let the good people know who you are. Damn, I love it. I don't know. That beat was kind of hard. That beat was kind of hard. <laughs> I like it. I like the vibes. You know what I mean? We got some anime. We got some video games in there. You know, we got some uh, little John in there too. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, okay. We in now. Uh, I feel it. Uh, my name's Ronell. Eight big close fist. Uh, creator, co-host. Um, and yeah, blurred big gamer. Um, video creator. Uh, and yeah, that's that's, that's the vibes. All right, then that's what's up. So, man, you can tell this man he he got many great talents. We're gonna get we're gonna touch all of them great talents when we get further into this conversation, man. Once again, bro, I want to say thank you for being patient with me. I know I ain't want you to think I was pushing you off or acting funny because I know how people get. It's like, nah, they ain't me. So, thank you for your patience. I appreciate you, and um, uh, man, I'm glad to have you on. Thank you for your time, bro. Thank you, thank you. So, man, so I just want to know the first two questions I like to ask is kind of like everybody want me to ask this question so I don't want to fail them. I'm going to do the same with you. So, but yeah, and during the process of this whole interview, what would you like for me to refer to you as during this whole interview process? We good with Ronnell. Say again? Ronnell is perfectly fine. Ronnell. Ronnell? Yeah. Ronnell. Okay, okay. All right, Ronnell. So, my question is going to be to you, sir. What makes you a blurred? Blurred, black nerd. Uh, first off, I'm black, so that's part of it. Half of it done. Uh, the other half is a game. Play all the games all the time. Um, I got some anime under my belt. I got some 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 DC and some comics under my belt a little bit. Some Marvel too. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I'm just a sucker for. Uh, I even got some Dungeons and Dragons. You know what I mean? They've been acting a little funny, but I love me a good tabletop RPG. Okay. And uh, yeah, the whole nine. Yeah. Yeah, okay then. Okay, so cool. So let me ask you this. What do you think about and how do you feel about the word and term blurred? Um, it don't roll off the tongue like I wish it did. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, but other than that, it's a black nerd. It makes sense. It's an easy identifier. 
someone calls himself a, a blurred, I have a pretty good understanding of what I'm going to get. So I can't be mad at it for that. I think it does what the label is supposed to do. Okay, cool. Bet. I respect that answer. I like that answer because I like to ask people answer because see, everybody's not going to have the same opinion and everybody's going to have different ones. And it's to the point where you don't have to belittle somebody or talk about it because y'all don't agree something and that's what we got to get away from so i appreciate that answer thank you for sharing that with us and man and so you know how every anime every video game tells a story it always to get an end you got to have a beginning correct 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 correct. so we want to hear the origin story of the name of 8-bit how how did that came about how how, like how what what made you want to come out with that with your own brand like tell us the story about that yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was chilling with the homie, uh, co-founder LJ, living on Will's Tash, and um, I came to him. I said I want to make a podcast. I wanted to be black. Uh, I want to be very black. I don't think there's many video games that's unauthentically. I mean, that's uh, unapologetically black. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I think we have some good takes. I think we got to talk a lot. So I said I want the name to represent that immediately. Um, but I don't want it to be super overt. I, I, I wanted to stay away from like black gamer, only because that's just uh, not as fun to me. You know what I mean? I got gotcha. um, And I wanted to be able to expand, so uh, I went with something that I wanted to be subtle because I like kind of things that are subtle. I like to look at a name, look at a logo, and say, "Oh, that's what they were doing." So that's how I came up with Eight Bit Close Fist, which is Eight Bit because video games and graphics. I didn't close fist for just the close fist. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that answer. And so big video game right here, man. So what what about video games that kind of sparked your interest? Was it the the music, the the joystick, the characters, the storytelling? What was that one thing that, that took your interest into video games? I think it would have to be just that feeling of, I think it's molded from when I first started. When I first started, I didn't have a console. I would go over to my aunt's house. She would have like Super Nintendo. She'd have Mortal Kombat for whatever reason. Don't know why she had that, uh, but she had it. And it was a blast. Every time about Thanksgiving, Christmas, all that fun stuff, I'm in her den playing playing the games. And it was fun. Um, I think it started off with experiencing it with my family, experiencing it with like, my cousins and stuff. And that was always a blast. Um, and then eventually I got my own console and it was just, I don't know. I think I always just liked technology. I always liked to marvel at, uh, just kind of like the hardware of it, the games Then I started playing them. And then I think now what keeps me playing them is that completion, right? That competitiveness beating another person really just kind of ruining their day, to be honest with you. I, I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. <laughs> and then, so, and then you said the OG game, and then Mortal Kombat, like the most. That has to be the most deadly in game, deadliest games of all games in video game history. And you say it was on Super Nintendo, right? Yes, yeah, it on Super Nintendo back in the day. What was so? Was great it? blood, great blood, sweat, sweat, no blood, <laughs> sweat. Yeah. yeah, sweat, no blood. Was that? And that wasn't Mortal Kombat three, was it? Or was it the first Mortal Kombat? Yeah, all of them. Oh, wow. honestly, but I don't know which. It could have been the first one, the very first one. So I remember the, the animations of like the real people. So, pretty sure it was that first one. 
Okay, okay. And you say you never had a console, and you say your auntie will always had this console at her house. So for Thanksgiving, the special holidays, you go over there and play it. And I heard also heard in the story that you actually got a console. And what was that console that the first one that you got? Uh, Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis. <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Sega Genesis. We had Sonic. Oh, Probably like Sonic 2, uh, Street Fighter. He had some boxing game where they didn't name Muhammad Ali, but he was clearly the best person on the squad. <laughs> uh, yeah. That opening that Sega Genesis on Christmas, I think it was my sister's too. I don't even think it was Tekken Line. Yeah. <laughs> so y'all had to say that say, hey, this, this is for both y'all. You know, ain't nobody's both of y'all. For sure, right? for sure. <laughs> right. Big fact. Oh man, and let's see. So you said like Sonic, Sonic Two, the boxing game, like the the original games on Sega, and so man, if you could be in any video game, let's let's not include PlayStation, Xbox, or none of that. Let's go to the original console, like Super Nintendo, Nintendo, Atari, Sega, Game Boy, if you will. If you could be yeah. in any any game, any video game world, what will it be, and why? From the classics, I think given the classics, I'm gonna have to pick. Dang, I think I'm gonna go with like Pokemon. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's. I think. Um, it's, given the world, there's some corruption popping over there, right? We know that. Rocket Power and, and the corporations. True. There's some bad stuff happening over there. Uh, even some potential world-ending stuff, but it always gets handled. And it looks, other than that, pretty good. Like, I don't see too much racism happening over there. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? There's not many black people, but, you know, there's not too much racism. Um, <laughs> hanging out with, uh, I think, catching Pokemon and, like, Having like a squad with you, I think that'd be dope. Like I can't imagine that being terrible. And clearly, kids, it's safe enough where like what was Ash, 12, 12 years old, to be able to go out and explore the world by itself and not get like stolen. I think that's a pretty safe world. I'm going with Pokemon, bro. Sure, you you just kind of opened my mind and eyes to this. Like that made so much sense. There's no racism, and kids at the age of twelve can go out and walk the world with no danger for real. That that yeah. Is, I never put it that way. I was like, dang, he got a point. That that is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and so, Pokemon fan here. Okay. So in your world, what would be your particular type of Pokemon that you would collect? And who and who would be Favorite? your number one? Ooh. Pokemon specific or just type? That's your type. Type. Favorite. It'll be tough. It will have to be something like uh, part of me wants to immediately say psychic. That's what I want to say. You know, what's, um, you know what's funny? I had a feeling you was going to say psychic too. I don't know. I say I, I think yeah. he's more of the psychic type. I don't know why, but I, 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 I get that vibe yeah. from you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm rocking with psychic because like, you know, I, I don't want to move into like pet laws and anything but like being able to like have a Pokemon put me to sleep when I need to solid right kind of clear my mind I think they have a move called like clear mind solid you know what I mean um, so if they happen in my car like I don't know being able to levitate a car or something like that I think that's kind of fire or even teleport I think they could teleport they just got the most utility I think they'd be cool people I don't know if 
I know any cool psychic Pokemon who be chill other than like drowsy, but definitely the type it would have to be psychic. Oh, uh, and me, sure. you can't forget about the OG. You can't Abracadabra, Alakazam. Abracadabra. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Cause this, yeah. when I think of psychic Pokemon, that's the first Pokemon that always comes to mind. It's Alakadabra, it's Abracadabra, Alakazam, Psyduck, Drowsy. Yeah. Oh, and what the uh, what's the clown name? Mr. Mine? Isn't his? Is, oh, mine, Mr. Mine. I think mine would be the coolest one. It's a little creepy because he's so human like. Right. Yeah. But the other ones are mean, I feel like. I feel like, like, out of and shit. Like, they wouldn't really fuck with me that much. They get annoyed with me. I feel like mine would be chilling. My, okay. Yeah. Mine would be kind of. Yeah. I understand that. I feel you. I feel yeah. you, bro. <laughs> and, man, so further into this conversation, you know, as your childhood growing up in school, were you ever picked on? Were you ever bullied? For you know, for talking about video games and being so invested into it, you know, did they label you as like a nerd? Because this is what you you know you always talked about. Uh, the people at school, I don't think they did because I was really good at fighting, and that was fun. I don't think they really did any of that. But uh, the ones in my neighborhood back home, mm-hmm. they did, but it wasn't really too negative it was really the homies so they would really just be like you know nerd i would come home with like a musical instrument um they couldn't talk too much we all played video games right i just played probably uh, more variety but they all played them all tried to borrow my stuff so <laughs> for being a nerd probably no probably no i was even as bold to be able to play like Yu-Gi-Oh at lunch if i really wanted to not too many people would say anything to me to be honest yeah. okay cool Glad to hear that. And what about the time, you know, the people that we go to school with that you, you would actually see this happening to someone like they being bullied and picked on or they being left. Say that again? Like what if somebody uh, at your school, you were seeing being picked on a bully for being a nerd. Like they will always go up and pick with this one particular person every day for being true to himself, for, for talking about Pokemon, playing you can your cards, doing the um Sonic or Naruto run, which one everybody want to rock with. But how, what, how would that make you feel? Um, at the time, at the time, I don't think the jokes were funny enough. Okay. Like, I think that <clears throat> would be usually my critique to it. Like, if they mention like, a Naruto run or something like that, uh, I'd just be like, it just wouldn't connect with me because it wouldn't make sense. I'm like, I'm sure, you, I know you watch Dragon Ball Z, so that right. doesn't, that doesn't really make sense for you to talk shit about them. And you play Madden. In 2K, they they try to fight me on that one, but like you play Madden and NBA Live anyway, all the time. So <laughs> I don't think it would really resonate with me for for those specific reasons. And plus, I went to I think a pretty nerdy school, right? Like went to a music school at least in high school. So okay, everybody was like messing with that. Middle school, elementary is a little different, but mm. high school is it's pretty chill, pretty diverse. Okay, okay, good deal, good deal. Yeah. Man, I see you got two questions already in the question mark bar. So would you like to answer a few? Uh, let's get it. Okay, and it is from Nerdy Bear Studios. He asked this question. What games do you get excited about? That's a good question. Um, the type of games I think I get excited about now are <clears throat> games that I think have a lot of longevity, the games that I can play with friends, 
<clears throat> I think specifically survival. I like survival games. I think I like a lot of like uh, mm. base building games nowadays. Um, I don't know if it's just I'll be kind of chilling uh, or what, but I'm, I'm kind of big on those now. Um, I really like roguelikes. Okay. Um, they give a lot of replayability. So roguelikes are the type of games I get excited for. But basically games that I feel like I can really get a lot of time out of, really get a lot of plays out of. Those are usually the type that, that catch my attention. Multiplayer games. Co-op or competitive. Okay. Okay. Uh, next question we got right here is from Nerdy Bell Studios. He asks, hi, NBS here. We make games that tell POC stories. What would you like to see in a universe that focus on black people? <clears throat> mm. I think I want a universe, a game, and I think I just talked about this recently uh, with one of my friends. Like, I want, I want games where black people exist. Right? They, they exist, but just like how white people exist in games, where it's just. They're just the default skin color, right? The skin palette that they don't really have anything to do with being white. That's kind of what I want with like the black people in games. I just want them to be in the game. Nothing even black related, not even Africa related, to be honest with you. Just regular characters whose skin tone happen to be black. All types of different, uh, you know, different skin tones, different hair, body types, just different, uh, but not so much focused on the fact that they're black. They just are black. It's Final Fantasy, but palette swap where all the characters are black, you know, something like that. Okay. I respect that. I like that answer. And speaking of that, so of course, you know, you being the game as that you are and playing all kind of games, when it comes to black characters in the video game, why is it that it's so difficult to find certain hairstyles or everything like that that's to match with that character when you build it? Uh, I think it tones down to just they don't really care to, to think about it and do it, right? Uh, they got to put in time, they gotta, they gotta pitch it. They gotta think about it. They gotta risk it not being good. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of me thinks that they actually have to change engines a little bit uh, because our texture is different, right? We can't have that thin, you know, thin slice hair that they have, right? They could put that, you know, like that engine and they keep it or whatever. Uh, they try and do that and they try and like take that same thinny hair and put it on dreads or to uh, give it up like a fade and it looks stupid. So I think they have to really think about changing the engine, um, coming up with artists and uh, something that they probably don't really want to do. It's like hire black people. They're you know, really trying to, trying to do that. Just to be a part of the actual conversation, not just some diversity shit, but like really, really a part of it. I, I feel that. I really do. And it just goes to show, man, you know, it's, it's, it's sad though that, you know, it's, it's a double-edged sword with this conversation. It's sad that we have to talk about this because there's not a space for us in, like, the nerd community or the video game community, but also you have spaces like this where we can talk about it and venture about because it's coming from, you know, from a black man aspect of the world. And, um, you know, some people don't like it because some people think, you know, it's not about race. It's not about race. Y'all, like, like we are trying to make a division, but the division has already been there before, you know, we even knew about a nerd community, anything like that. And do you sometimes have people come up to you saying, you know, we need to stop putting black in this and black in this and start seeing people and not see color? Um, yeah, I think it's, it's hard right now, too, because 
um, people are so anti when they see the word diversity. Mm-hmm. Right? As soon as they see the word, as soon as they see a black woman, see a black dude, anyone really, they immediately feel like it's forced in there. Right, the reception of it is usually uh, rough. So I feel like just for that reason, it's hard. I think like creators have a slightly harder time putting it in there and like it being respected, uh, which it should, which shouldn't be the case. But I just think they have a hard time with that, uh, and they just got to do it consistently for people to think it's just another character, right? It's just another color, and not have them from Jamaica, not have them like into the music, the sports player, nothing like that, but just have them just like black and just be in there. I think they're willing to accept that more. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, was, I, I like that answer. I, I really do. And do you think like, you know, once you find out about this community of blurdom, what did you think? How did that make you feel like there was actually like a whole community of black nerves that's trying to make, you know, make their own vibe. You know, you have more game streamers, more cosplayers, anime, manga readers. Like, what what did you think about that? There was a community of black nerds trying to do something positive. Yeah, I think that's something I always knew, right? Like, I knew that we existed because I exist, right? I knew I existed. I knew my friends liked it, right? I knew I had friends who partook in it. Uh, I just was always... Um, I always had the idea that they couldn't really explore it or sit in it because it, it makes they gotta worry about other stuff, right? They gotta worry about like being hard. They gotta worry about like getting, you know, like being productive. I think it's a lot of pressure to go away from those things as if it's like for kids or something like that. Especially mm-hmm. within like the black community, they gotta produce, right? Uh, they gotta get out the situation. So I think, and then on top of that there were nerds who were able to just kind of sit and, you know, be fully confident in their hobbies and watch a thousand animes or play a thousand games and get really good at them, that it turned off some of the people that can only play a little bit, can only watch a little bit. So I think that I always knew that that community existed. I just really wanted to make it uh, like a solid space for them to have fun. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And and also speaking about this, you know, every when you with there's something good, there's always something bad. And the one thing you talk about now is gatekeeping as well. Have you ever experienced that, or have somebody ever came up to you and tell you that, hey, uh, Ronell, you you kind of gatekeeping from this community because of what you're saying they're doing. Um, I think I had people like challenge me a few times, especially like popping up at like game stops. Like playing games, I've had people like games playing, like games playing. I guess like nerds playing to me, like you know, this is like blah 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 blah, right? Um, I usually have fun with it. Um, I remember a time I was in GameStop, and there was a guy playing. Um, <clears throat> he was playing Guitar Hero, and he was playing on like a smaller difficulty or something like that. Okay, and I was like kind of hopped in there. It was a newer one, but I had the previous version, but it was a newer one that I haven't played. So I was kind of looking at it, kind of picking up the guitar, looking at it. He was like, "Oh, you trying to get in here?" Like, and he was like teaching to me, like, you know, this is that, this is that, this is that, this is like PlayStation, you know, two or whatever, three or whatever. Um, and I knew all that. I was like, you know, just just load it up. You know, saying so I'm just trying to play. He was like, well, you know, I'm just trying to let you know like how to play. Like, I suggest you start 
you know, like medium or easy, really. Uh, like I, I'm pretty sure I'll be good. Um, let's just play. And I immediately was the expert. And yeah, <laughs> he was playing on like hard or something lame and I blew him out the water. And I got joy out of that. But I know people would be absolutely annoyed at the fact that he even exists. Um, gatekeeping hasn't happened to me often. Mm-hmm. And I think, I would like to think that I'm, I was always pretty anti-gatekeeping because I always wanted to find people that fuck the games. Right. So I think it was kind of hard for me to uh, to gatekeep because I wanted more people that played games and loved games as much as I did. Respect. He said, <laughs> the way you said, I enjoyed every bit of it. Because, like you said, he was yeah. playing He was yeah. playing on hard and you went above. Let's say, bro, watch this. I'm going to kill him with the Xbox. Yeah, mode. destroy that. It was ridiculous. <laughs> He's like, oh, so you have played. Like, clearly. I never said I didn't. I never said I didn't play before. <laughs> That, yeah, that's right, that's that's what right there you call a ring. It's like, okay, I'm gonna show you, better I can tell you. Right. Sure enough, look what right. happened. And you know what? I always want to know this. So once you ever get a game, because um, I know me for a fact, if I don't know how to play it, I always do the tutorials. Like for, for a person like you, do you always do the tutorials? And once you finish the tutorials or anything like that, if you do it, what do you always play? What what is your favorite difficulty to play on for every game? Um, immediately try to skip the tutorial. The moment I see a tutorial, I'm trying everything in my power to <laughs> skip it and get it out of my face. Okay. If I got to close the game and like kind of trick it to thinking I completed it, whatever. I'm trying to do all that. I don't want a tutorial. Chances are I have a clue on how to play it, right? There might be some advanced mechanics that I'd have to figure out, but right. I don't want a tutorial to do it. Just put me in the game, coach. Um, I feel it. <laughs> Yeah, put me in the game. Um, but uh, what was the second part you said? And like, what do you always like? What is your favorite difficulty to play on every game that you play? Um, it depends. When I play single player games, I'm not really pressed to make it the most difficult experience. Uh, I like like the Elden Rings and like the actual difficult games. But when I'm playing a single player game, chances are I just kind of want to, which is fairly rare. Uh, I just want to play it. Damn. You know, um, and I want to experience it. I want to do the thing. If for whatever reason it gets super boring, then I'll like up the difficulty. But I'm also playing multiplayer games, and I'm going for ranked for sure. Okay, yeah. hey, Brian, what, why did you have to say that game? The first game that came out your mouth, Elder Ring. You know what I mean? I, it was a great experience. I, I, did you Did you beat it? Beat it? No, nah, I like stopped. <laughs> Something else came out, and I was like, you know, I was like, I don't like the multiplayer thing either. I want to play with my friends. It was too much. I don't care what nobody say. I I played Cuphead. I thought that was the most hated, hard game in the world. But when Elder Reed came out, I was like, bro, I, I hate that I spent my money just to play this because I played it. I'm still on the first, I guess, the first map, first level. I ain't picked it up ever since. I mean, how? How? How, how do somebody? You played Cuphead, though. You got it. You know, Cuphead is... So, are you saying Cuphead and Elder Ring kind of on the same level? I'm saying... Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I'm saying you got the potential to have the tolerance to play them both. Ah, bro. You know I, what I mean? Like, if you got the tolerance, I feel like you're good. You know, you got to read boss patterns, right? I just feel like you got to figure out what Elder Ring is doing to you, and then you're good to go. But do Elder Ring... 
does Elden Ring have a pattern though? Because I like somebody would say, "Oh, you got to do this. You got to stand here for three seconds. You got to run into him." I was like, "I did it. I keep getting killed." So is there really a pattern for Elden Ring? That's the thing about it, though. Like there, there is a pattern, but they purposefully know that you're trying to find the pattern, and they will like psych you out. They'll, they'll throw faints and, and pump fakes and some more. It's rough. It's brutal. I, I honestly think somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I honestly think Elden Ring is kind of like the first intelligent AI game that is actually out there. Yeah, yeah. I always say like one of my my, my words of wisdom to, to any gamer that gets frustrated. Like the game is not out to get you. You'll be okay. Like just figure it out. Elden Ring is not that case. It might actually be out to get you for sure. <laughs> I, I don't know. So on your journey of Elden Ring, you remember where you stopped at? Um, I think I was getting ready to unlock, like, I beat a few bosses. I was getting ready to unlock, like, the underground part of the map. Like, there was a whole, like, other layer that's beneath the original map. Um, but I started to get a little bored, and I started just, like, weapon hunting. Uh-huh. And then I got the weapon, and then I kind of, like, faded out. Well, yeah. And when you say a few bosses, what's a few? you. I think I'd be like, I beat that, that school lady. I think that was the last boss I beat. This is lady who like, or maybe I'd beat somebody after that. But I do the lady who's like in a school and she like has this bubble. I like beat her, got her move, and then I was out. Yeah. Man, Ron, more power to you, fam. I, I, could, I couldn't do it, but Jay Arnold said Elder Ring is out to get you. Facts. <laughs> Big is. facts. It is. It is. <laughs> And so and then you also mentioned my favorite headache, Cuphead. Did you ever dwell in the game of Cuphead? I never touched Cuphead. Never touched it. Don't do it. I'm gonna tell you now, don't do it. If you want to, go ahead. But I say Skip told me, but don't I'm gonna tell you don't do it. If you It's beautiful. Have you ever rage quit or raged out playing any game? Uh, back in the day I did a little bit. I did a little bit back in the day. Marvel, Marvel was Capcom ranked and uh, some Overwatch. Golly, like Overwatch 1. He's a, he's me up. Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you now. Cuphead, oh, it's going it's gonna to take you there. I guarantee you it's going to take you there. For sure. <laughs> Man. Don't get me wrong. I'll, I'm going to check it out. I watched the show, so I might check it out still. It, One of these days. Yeah. Yeah, but you're going you gonna to have a headache. I promise you. But... Yeah. Like the story, I mean, the animation is cool. I like how they give it like that that roaring twenties type of feel. Like the old Mickey Mouse, the bosses are legit. The music, I, I, I love it. It's 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 awesome. Yeah. But God damn it, them bosses! Traumatic, traumatic experience, huh? bro. You would literally get PTSD playing that game. Did you beat it? Yes, I did. And guess what? My dumbass did. I went to get the DLC content. Yeah, but he was addicted. Had you? Huh? That's mission accomplished. It, so you were addicted. They got you. That's mission accomplished. It's yes, I got to. I got addicted, but it's that. It's that love hate type of thing. If you get what I'm saying, it's kind of like I hate it because of the bosses, but I love it because I know I'm not going to let a video game take me out my character, uh, let it defeat me. Right. But Elder Ring, that's on a whole different level. Fuck that game with a passion, with a capital. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. No, forget all that. I'm excuse my language, but oh my god, Elder Ring? No, 
no, no, no, yeah. no, no. And people's like, yeah. Skill, pick it back up. Nah, I'm okay. Y'all, y'all do it for me, but I'm, I'm all right. I, I do something <laughs> else. I do something yeah. else, man. So, move it along, man. Um, being a black content creator, have you ever faced any kind of hard times or any difficulty doing your journey of making your content or with your organization? I think for sure. I think it's always rough seeing uh, the people that don't look like me put out at least what I believe um, not as good as content um, and shoot to the top, right? That always frustrates me at least a little bit. Mm. Um, kind of seeing the lower effort, even my friends, right? Not even just me, but like seeing how much effort and quality stuff they put into their work that still won't even see the light of day, right? Like even <clears throat> I'm on TikTok, but you know, their, their algorithm at one point was l- literally not letting black creators blow up right at all yeah so that is frustrating but you know i think for me anyway it's less frustrating than uh being at work and hating my boss i usually allow it hey i I feel you on that I, i feel you on that and you know for people out there that won't know what would be your advice or what tips would you give someone who wants to be a content creator and they come to you for help, what would you tell them? Say that Say that one more time. You broke up a little bit. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> let's say somebody who's watching this live right now, um, they want to be a content creator. They want to do what you're doing. What advice or what tips would you give them? Um, be ready for a long battle. Don't expect anything. I would say, if you're going to do it, um, do it because it's fun and that's cool. But do as much research as you can and figure out what works and kind of go in there with a plan. I think that's the biggest thing. Kind of go in there with a plan Mm -hmm. and expect that plan to fail and be prepared to go in with another plan. I think that's that's what I would say for sure. But do it. It is fun. It's rewarding. And then I think it makes makes a lot of other people happy. Depending on your content. Okay. I hear that. I hear that. And at the time, this is what I want to know, because, you know, as a race of African-Americans, you know, we always like to always put each other down. Or sometimes it's because I see what you're doing. I want to be like, okay, I'm greater than Ronell. So what can I do just to get more above him? Why is it that we make everything between us a competition? Um, I think, I think it's okay to have a healthy competition. I think it's okay to look at your peers, figure out what they're doing, um, figure out how much they're making, right? Be willing to talk about that with each other because these companies have enough money, right? These companies have enough money to go around. Um, but if you want to come at it, uh, and be competitive about it, and that's really going to fuel you, I think that's okay as long as it's healthy. As long as that doesn't mean uh, putting down the creator, as long as that doesn't mean uh, becoming a bad person, right? Because uh, that's also not effective. You also will not succeed um, if people don't like you, if you're making content. Right. People is a big part of it. Um, so, yeah, I think it could be healthy, but just check it. I think keep it in check. 
Um, if you want to like look at other content creators, see what they're doing, I think that's okay. Um, I think make sure you at least kind of check the whole picture. I know there are a lot of times in the beginning <clears throat> where I would look at other content creators, see their big numbers, and just like wonder or even get mad at yourself, like, damn, how do they, how do they do this? And a lot of times I got to see the full picture. Like they work for like, you know, creative director for something here or, you know, like they are, they got connections here. So I think competition is okay. Keep it healthy, keep it in check. And um, yeah, don't turn into like an asshole. I think that's, I think that's okay. Yeah. Have you ever experienced that somebody has to turn into a whole asshole and like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. I have. I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. It's very obvious. It's very disheartening. But it definitely happens for sure, for sure. And then it's kind of like a kick in the ball sometimes because they like those people actually made it to see us. Like, damn, I'm actually putting in this hard work and I'm actually doing everything right. But I got overlooked. But you actually pick a person that's blatantly being disrespectful, that is very harmful, and you pick them for somebody like you over you. Like, do I need to change the way I am to fit to just yeah. get up there? Is it worth it to change the way I am just to be like that person? Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's a battle every day. Like, um, the negative, the mean, the dramatic uh, content, it really does blow up, right? It People love the drama. People love the negativity. Um, it blows up. Successful. It's oftentimes successful. So finding a way to have that knowledge and not, if you don't feel comfortable, and not go that lane while still just kind of utilizing the fact that they do like that. Mm-hmm. I think that that's different, right? Like, especially with games, right? Critiquing, calling games shit like that, um, talking bad about a short shot way to go to the top, right? Like, short shot way to get your engagement, et cetera. Um, I know that. Everybody knows that. That's just, it's just successful. Um, but I don't want to do that. Uh, like games, and I, I don't want to do that. But I understand that that's successful, so I'll find a little middle way to do it. Um, I don't have to talk about the people who make games, but I can I can talk about aspect of games that I hate, right? Aspect of games that um, I wish was was, was better. Um, but yeah, I think just kind of having that knowledge, but just not not choosing it is a choice you don't have to make all the time. I understand that. I understand that. And for the people. That's tuning in. Let them know what you do. What what's your content creation? Uh, we got a weekly podcast that I do with Living on Wheels Task. Uh, that's on Spotify, uh, everywhere. It's on it's everywhere you find podcasts, Google Podcast, iTunes, all that. Um, I also do. I try to do daily, uh, as daily as I can, videos on just gaming takes. We really talk about the community um, or video game culture. I also do. <clears throat> also do try and throw events here in LA, try and throw like tournaments and also just kick it spots. You know what I mean? Just like most of our spots is different and unique, but I think it makes the goal is to make gamers feel great. So we had like a hookah spot. It was honestly dope. Most people would want to come uh, no matter what, but we had like Smash Brothers and shit. Kind of like chilling. People had a blast. The cosplayers there. Yeah. Anime playing on the screen. Um, so just make a really dope kicking spot for nerds. Uh, same thing with like anime and like tattoos. Got a bunch of people play tattoos. I mean, uh, got some tattoos, anime inspired. We had some uh, Spirit Away fans come through, some Legend of Zelda fans to so get little tattoos and just be dope. We had some DJ playing some like dope music, hip hop music. 
And uh, yeah. Okay. Short events, podcasts, and uh, videos on TikTok and Instagram and okay. YouTube shorts. Hey, I'll tell you, my man, I have, he making moves, man. I'll tell you. Like I always tell people, man, support your local content creators because once y'all support your local ones, it, it helps It helps everybody in the community. It helps the content creators supporting, help yourself. It gives you inspiration. You know, like I always tell people, never forget where you come from because if you do, you're going to forget where you're going. And you remember, you got to always be humble because if it wasn't for people – like yourself or people like me, it it would be nothing going on in the community. And where we are in our lives, it's got to be the people that always support us. There's, it's no, the people that do that one like on the comment, that actually comments, that shares your work, that yeah. actually want to, you know, link up with you on Twitch. All that really matters. And it kind of lets the people know who you are as a person. But if you're always coming around and be like, hey, bro, can we collab? Nah, I'm good, fam. Or, hey, can we stream together? Nah. Or, hey, can you interview me? No. Like, damn, bro. So what, you, what kind of what kind of time you want? Like, for real, let, let me know right. what you're doing. Right. Right. It's okay to, like, utilize your people, right? But just don't use them, right? Like, that, that's, that's, that's the lie. It, it is a lie. And it's kind of disheartening to some people because it kind of gives that people, like, do I really want to be a part of this community? And, you know, you don't even know – you don't even have one one follower, and you acting like this, like bro. We all gotta find our start. We always gotta find our beginning, and everything is not going to happen overnight. Which kind of like I'm seeing tonight. Everybody wanted wanted to happen right then and there. They want it quick. They want it fast, but they don't want to put in the work for that. That's it. That's it. <sighs> it is a lot of work. It's a long journey. It it is. It's stressful, but guess what? You you kind of be blessed for that stress because you kind of look at a reward in the end, look back over it. Like, it didn't defeat me. I kept pushing through. I kept moving with it. Right. Right. Uh, man, I'm sorry. We, we went to church on that one. So let's get back to where we was going. <laughs> so, man, so and you say you dwell in the anime and the comics world, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So let me ask this. DC or Marvel? Always a tough one. Uh, straight up, I gotta say, right? <clears throat> Flash is my favorite superhero, right? Without a doubt. Flash? Favorite superhero, you know what I'm saying? The Flash. Yeah. <laughs> favorite superhero. No ifs, ands, buts about it. Which Flash? However, Wally West. Okay. Yeah. My guy. However, right. <laughs> however, I enjoy Marvel Comics. Uh, significantly better. I do. I love Marvel Comics. Okay. And so we we know Flash is your favorite superhero. So who's your favorite superhero in the Marvel universe? I'm immediately thinking Nightcrawler. I think it's still him. I haven't really dived into many of his stories recently, but Nightcrawler. Bro, you the first person on this um, interview that actually yeah. said Nightcrawler. Yeah, Nightcrawler was, was, was <laughs> my guy. I'm on it. What? Like, hey, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I like that because people, people fall asleep on Nightcrawler so much. But I want to know why, why, why you mess with Nightcrawler? Um, honestly, like I haven't consciously made this thought or this decision, but um, I can't help but think that there is maybe some connection that I got with like speed. Like my favorite animal is cheetah. Not that Nightcrawler is fast, but obviously he can teleport, which is a fast mode of transportation. Um, 
So I think there's part of that. I couldn't do Quicksilver because he's just lame. Um, <laughs> and then, I, I like the Flash. I like knockoffs of the Flash, in my opinion, right? I'm not saying he actually is knockoff. Um, can't cut it. But with that, Nightcrawler was always fun. He was cool. Watching the scenes were always great. It was always creative. Uh, seeing kind of way he used it, and he was a like a cool guy. Like he was pretty like deep and like sensitive, and you know like but lethal, right? So I don't know. Uh, I always kick it with him. And, and I want to know what's the um, what's the true nationality of Nightcrawler? Is he is he Hindu, Indian? Nah, I don't think so. I honestly don't know. I don't even know. Kurt Wagner, I don't, I don't know what it is, really. <sighs> I'm about to look that up. But, okay, Nightcrawler. So, you, you miss Crawler. you miss with the X-Men. I, I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> now, if you, can, if you can make an all-star team with five, an all-star team with five of an X-Men group, who would you, who would you put in this group of X-Men? Oof. Oof. Um, yeah, these are tough questions. Let me think about that for a quick second. Go, hey, take your but time. But I'm not going to leave. I got to use the restrooms. I will be right hey, back. Go, go ahead. Take your time, bro. We will be here talking to these lovely people that are tuned in. How y'all doing out there in the community of the comments? How y'all feel? But yeah, I'm going to ask you this question. If you can make any team, well, no, I'm sorry. If you can make a five member team of X Men, who would it be? Who would your team be? It could be from old, new, comics, TV show. But who would your five X-Men be? And to the people that are listening right now, you can send it in to Blur It Over on IG. You know, hit up in the DMs. Give us your top five. We'll post it on our story. And we're going to see who got the best five, the best five X-Men group of all time. And if you are, if we pick you as the winner, there's a prize involved. So, we're going to be up to my group. We're going to vote. And whoever wins, we're going we're gonna to reach back out to you, let you um, and get your information so we can send you a prize, courtesy of Blurred Over LLC. We in this thing. But, man, everybody out there, welcome to this awesome interview. We got 8-Bit Fit Clothes Fest in the building, man. Thank you all for tuning in to this awesome interview. I appreciate you all. Thank you all for the love of support that you all has been showing to Blurred Over. And also, man, like I said, well, we be out at conventions or we be in feature at conventions. You can always come up and talk to us, hang out with us, chop it up, make TikToks, you know, have a good time. Because Blurred Over is a nonprofit organization that is here to celebrate the black excellence inside the nerd community. If you are a content creator, if you are a streamer, cosplay, cosplay maker, you... Make your own comments. You make your own anime. You're doing your own manga. You're doing anything to support and uplift this awesome community we call Blurdom. We would like to interview you, have you have the world see your work, and let's have a good time because this is what Blurdom is all about. And he's back. And hopefully now he got the time to think and get, get the five X-Men that he would pick and make the best team. Not gonna hold you. Not enough time. Not enough time. Uh, but, <laughs> but right off the back, obviously I gotta go with Nightcrawler. Okay. Um, my second, I would have to go with Spike. Right. Um, Spike was an original character from X Men Evolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that at some point, 
I think they made him white at some point in the comics, but um, or is that Meryl? I don't know. Um, I think it was Spike. I, rem- I-, I vaguely remember, but I know Spike. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta see Spike. I miss Spike. Um, I think he it's just an interesting character, and he was one of the first ones that I've seen that kind of looked like me. So uh, I was rocking with him. So Spike, freaking Nightcrawler. Um, I'm trying to make what I'm thinking about this. I'm trying to make a team that I feel like will have good interactions with each other, um, good kind of discussions with each other. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It's hard to come up with that. Um, but I'm going to have to default to just some of my favorite characters. And that's cool. Gambit was also top three characters for me. Hey, Remy LeBeau. Hi. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Remy's my guy. Um, Spike, Nightcrawler. I gotta throw some women in there. Um, damn, I want to say that is my. Do I make an X Men team, or does that have to be members of the X Men established already? You can make an X. It's your. You making up the team. Got you, got you, got you. I think then I gotta go with uh, Spectrum. Okay. Yeah. Um, they hit different. Okay. Okay. Right, right, right. So that's what Spectrum, Gambit, Nightcrawler, Spike, and I never got enough Bishop, man. I never got enough Bishop. Which and the Static, honestly, Static. I take that back. Bishop is tough. Honorable mention, but Static. Virgil Hawkins, okay. without a doubt. Oh no, that's DC shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would. Uh, I'm not mad at that crossover though. I'm really not. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not. I'm probably gonna throw Miles Morales there. That's the the, the Marvel, the Marvel. Uh, okay, because technically, isn't like you know Miles Morales kind of like static because he got ele- electricity powers. In the sense, oh, he does. They love giving black people electricity powers, but yeah. <laughs> You know what? I, I, I'm always been curious about that. If hopefully you can help me out with this answer, why do they give us electricity powers? Are they trying to say we don't, we don't pay power bills? What, what are they trying to say? I'm trying to figure out what what, what is going on with that. I honestly, I've thought long about it. I can't think of the reason. Like, I think they think I'm literally. I don't know. Me. I don't know. Like, I get why. Because it's either that or like tech, right? Like cybernetic, um, you know, like Mr. Terrific, Cyborg, even Black Panther, I think, counts. Um, well, I, Black Panther kind of broke that curse in a right. way. Because right. he, he was the first one kind of had that, oh, he don't have electricity. He kind of got like a natural bill of superpowers. superpowers. Yeah, yeah. But, I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> Hopefully somebody, if y'all got the answer, please hit me up in the inbox because for the life of me, I'm still trying to figure out why do black people have electricity powers? Like, we can't... I have no idea what that means. Yeah. I, <laughs> a running gag? Like, I, I don't know. I, <sighs> I don't even know what it could possibly be. Yeah, I'm going to be stuck on that for a while. Until somebody give me a good answer, I'm going to be stuck on that. That's going to be a good question to ask for here sure. on in. Because granted, because you know, like for example, you have Storm; she can control the weather. Black Panther, mm-hmm. he's like a 
you know, uh, what would you say Black Panther is? A, um, I think it's just animalistic, I guess. Like, just at least like from the beginning, right? Like, right. Tribal, you know what I mean? African, right? They thought, obviously. True. <laughs> Black Panther is the African thing they could think of. Right, and you got Icon, who's like Superman, who's who literally could, who could beat Superman. Um, the first, you got Black Lightning, Black Lightning, uh, but electric, but electricity, electricity, right? Um, that are not that are not electric. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's like think not like like okay, not electricity. Like who who we who do we have? Because we got Storm, we got Storm, Black Panther, Icon. Storm counts with electricity. Hmm. And that was like her main thing is like lightning powers. Damn, what? It... Close, too close. Oh, okay, what? But she could really she controls the weather. So do so the weather. We... I get it. Right, I get it. But also, every time you see her, it's is lightning. Yeah. It's lightning. Okay, you draw on with lightning. She gets her. That's her thing. That's her go to. Okay, it's too close. It's too close. I, I, I respect that. Okay, so we get. Oh, let's let's eliminate Storm. Okay, so we got Black Panther. We got Icon. Black Panther. What about what about Cy, Cyborg? I think there's another thing with tech that they like to do with us, but I'll give Cyborg a pass. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. who, who? Um, you got what's the one that gets big? Like one of the first. The one gets really big. He was actually. Um, he actually had an appearance in that man, at least in the movie. But um, he is really big in Ant Man. No, he actually doesn't in Ant Man, but he it makes like a special appearance, like an allusion to him. Forgot his name, but he basically turns to a giant. And he's black. I think he's one of the first black superheroes, technically. Oh God, he was in Ant Man. He made a special appearance. Goliath. Go- Goliath. Goliath is his name. But this is still good. Okay. So we got Goliath. Yeah, Goliath. We got Goliath. We got... Damn, I just thought about somebody. Blade. Wait, what? How they really gonna do... Bruh, come on, fam. Really? Man, IG tripping again. It didn't even give me a countdown. It just cut everything off. Like... Bruh, y'all, y'all, y'all tripping, IG. What, what, what are you doing? What, what, what are you really doing? Like for real? Come on, bruh. Like seriously. Sorry, people out there. I got to go back in and click. I don't know what's going on with IG. Maybe it's time for the upgrade. I, I, I don't know. But it's really, it's really out here tripping. It's, it really is. Like, bruh. Brothers in mid conversation, and y'all just gonna cut them off like that. Like, come on, fam. It, it's really tripping. So, people, I'm just, you know, getting time in between space. I don't know why it just cut off like that. It usually gives you a countdown, but I don't even know why it's giving me a countdown now because it's, I've been doing it for a while, and I thought I passed that little talking part, but I guess I didn't. So, we're gonna try to get him, get brother back on, and we're gonna go live again. And we are connecting chicken connections, please. Chicken connection. I don't know why I just, like, it really just cut. Hey, we are back. I'm sorry, people, I'm talking to the one on IG Live. We are back. I do apologize for that. 
it just cut completely off because we are technically at the hour mark of this awesome and lit interview with 8-Bit. Welcome back, people. I don't know what's going on. IG is tripping. So hopefully they can get it fixed soon as possible. Soon as possible. I hope they can. And we're going to try to see what's going on. Hopefully you can come back, you know, and we could go ahead and wrap this awesome interview on up. This this is wild. This is the Bama Blur. What's good? Welcome back. I don't know. IG tripping. It, it wasn't me. They didn't even give me a timer. It just kind of like cut off, like in in in, in brother man's mid sentence, which is kind of rude. Like he had something to say. It was gonna be important. Hello, IG. Come on, I. I mean, dang. the disrespect. So, welcome to part two of this awesome interview with my man Ronell over a eight bit fit closed fist. And I sent the invite. We're just gonna have to do the waiting game. Hopefully, it let him. Ow! I burnt myself. Accept him back in. Because we technically at the hour mark of this awesome interview, and I appreciate y'all for sticking with me and sticking with Blurred Over. Yeah, it quit on me. Like, in mid-sentence. Now it say he's unable to join. This is gotta... This, come on, bro. Really? Really, IG? Y'all, y'all out here doing this? Come on, now. What have I said or done to make y'all felt like this? Really? Y'all really doing this? Like, I, I don't know. So, baby boys, baby girls... Stay tuned for part two of this awesome interview. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Uh, baby boys, baby girls, what's going on? It's your boy SKIP.88 here from Blurred Over. Back again with part two of this awesome interview. I don't know what's going on with IG. It just cut the brother off in mid-sentence, and it was a good conversation because we were trying to figure out what black superheroes don't have electricity powers, and he was in mid-sentence of his talk, and it kind of cut off. So, bro, go ahead. Apologies on IG part because I don't know what's going on. Copy, copy, copy. Um, <clears throat> I think I was just talking. I mentioned a few more, like Bishop. Right. Uh, you mentioned. Blade. You mentioned Goliath. Mr. Bishop, you mentioned Blade. Um, it shouldn't be this hard. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Okay. Yes. That's uh, Monica Rambo. Yeah, that's another one. Oh, real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Sam Wilson, Captain America. Sam Wilson. He counts, he counts. Oh, uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Anybody we can think of? Uh, I guess one of the flashes now. He, well, Wally West at some point is black. One of the runs. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Ace and Blade. Yeah. Yeah. Remember them? Yeah. But yeah, man. Bruh. Yeah, it's a couple. But it's tough. It's not that many, is it? But most of everybody else got electricity powers. Yeah. Mm. Tribal, electricity, or tech. Tech. Yeah, because we barely got ones that kind of got that got that Superman type of strength, except for Icon and Blue. I think Blue Marvel. Is that one? Yeah, yeah. Blue Marvel. Yeah. 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 Um, shit, that's, that's really it. Come on, y'all. We got to do better with giving black people more superpowers. But, man, bro, yeah. 
Thank you for coming on, man. We have made it to the hour mark before you got so rudely interrupted by IG. So, man, thank you for doing this interview. And, man, I, how you think it was? How, how did it go for you? Because I know it was fun, man. I love talking about nerd stuff with, with nerd friends. You know what I mean? Um, especially if they're black. You know what I mean? Um, last, I think I think it's great. Great questions. I think you're a great interviewer. Oh, it flowed pretty, pretty, pretty well. I appreciate it, man. I'm sorry about this technical difficulty stuff. It'd be like that. It'd be like that. Man, but before we go, man, I got to ask you one question. Are you ready for the question, though? Let's do it. Would you like to play a game? Would I what? Say that again? Would you like to play a game? Let's play it. Get it popping. <laughs> Alright, awesome man. This is that's the type of games I play with the people I interview, just to get, you know, the interviewer involved with the people in the comments, just to have a good time, to see where everybody head at. And I could give you the rundown of each game. I play six games with people. I will break it down each game for you. It's up to you to which game you want to play with your boy. So game number one, it is called hashtags. Now in this, I will have four cards. And on these cards will be will be a particular group of letters. That makes a catchphrase, a daily saying, name of a song, a movie, etc. It's up to you to guess what that card says. Now, in this, you got three lifelines. In order to to activate your lifeline, you have to say the magic anime word, which is the good old. I just passed it. Nani. Nani to activate your lifeline. Once you say nani, the people that are in the comments can help you. And they could give you the answer. But the trick is they cannot say the answer before you say the answer or use your lifeline. If they do, you will hear this sound. Automatic, automatic loss to that first question. The OG Mario. Uh, and that is hashtags. Game number two. It's so simple. It is called questions. I will ask you four simple questions, three lifelines. That's it. Simple. Game number three is the same concept as questions, but it is called Riddle Me This in honor of the Riddler. But instead of questions, I'm going to ask you four riddles, three lifelines. Boom. Easy. Game number four is called Name That Tune, where I could play any theme song from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all the way down to Halo theme song. It's up to you to guess the name of that song. You got five categories. And once we get to category number three, that's when things become very difficult. Now, in this, you will have three lifelines, and I will also play the song for you as many times as you like. That is mm. that tune. Mm. Game number five is called Finish the Tune, where I will play any popular theme song music to any show. It's up to you. I will play it for a certain amount of time. I'm going to cut it off. It's up to you to put the next cynics the next sentence in that song, that is, finish the tune. It's only three. Game number six. It's called Can You Sing? And in Can You Sing, I will look up at my dictionary. I will give you any word, and you have to sing a song that has that word in that song. For example, yeah. if I was to say Mary, what song would you sing? Uh, meet me at the altar in your white dress. <laughs> Mary with children. I'm going to just go with Mary with children. Yeah, I'm going to have to have to And boom, there it is. So, yeah. Ronnell, what game 
would you like to play? Tough. Tough, tough, tough. I think I might have to go with that last one, man. Rapper sounds fun. Let's see if I can do it. Which one? Um, uh, I'm gonna, uh, can I sing? Can you sing? All right, dude. Yeah, cool. Let me, rock that one. let me go ahead and set everything up for Can You Sing? Let me get up my good dictionary. And on this, you only have three seconds to, to come up with it. Three, three who's? Three seconds. But yet, I'm gonna be fair. I give you five seconds. Five seconds okay. to come up with it. Okay. <laughs> he said, "Wait, the what? How many? Three? Nah, bro. They, they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna get." You gonna it. see? Might be able, to, might be able to do it. Here we go. All right. I got it up. Got it pulled up. And are you ready for the first? Well, <coughs> give me a second, people. Let me get some water. Let me get some water. Let me get some water. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get you some water. Hold on. Let me set up everything for my end. <laughs> People, we are here with Can You Sing? And Ronnell, your first word is believe. Your first word is believe. And oh man, it's such that this one came first in mind. I'm so sorry, everybody, but you know what it is. I believe I can fly. <laughs> Bruh. Go with that. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I ain't mad at it, but yeah. he, he got a point. He, he, he got a yeah. point. He got First a point. one that came to mind. All right. Clap it up for me. He got it. He got it. Now, here we go. Yeah. Word number two. And let's, let's get it. Let's spin it. Your second word. Wait, what? Your, okay, second, okay, your okay. second word. Copy. Girls. I love girls, 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 girls. Girl, girls, I do, I do it. You know what I mean? I got to go with that one. Classic. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot. I got to give him the first one because he got the first one, so I got to give him another one. All right. Here go the last word. The last word. The last word. Let's spin it. The last word is going to be. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. The word is call me. Call me. Call me. Um Damn. So call me maybe? Dun da 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 So call me maybe. You know what I mean? Gotta take it to pop. That's that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Win, win. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I'll clap it up for the bro right here. He did an amazing job. <laughs> you know what? I was actually stuck on it too. I was like, oh, but I'm glad you did that. Dun, dun, dun. I just met you. So call me, maybe. <laughs> That's a banger. It's a national banger. It is a banger, though. I, I ain't going to front. Don't judge me, y'all. That That's a banger. I don't <laughs> care what nobody say. That song goes hard. But, bro, thank you for coming on to this awesome interview, man, at this time. I'm going to go ahead and let you pub yourself and let people know where they can find you at, what you got working up, and let you know, let them know where they can find you on all the social platforms. It's all on you, man. Copy. Uh, you see the name up there is 8-Bit Closed Fist. Uh, you can follow me if you want to hear that weekly podcast, hear more nerd stuff, more nerd takes from a very, very, very black perspective. You can check that out on iTunes, Spotify, etc. Instagram, TikTok, same name. I uh, got these video game takes. Uh, we talk about just the culture of video games. Also, of the same name, we got a Twitch channel. We, we, we stream some games every now and then. Also, you can watch the podcast live and be sure to give my co-host of 8-Bit Closest Podcast a follow. Uh, at Living on Will's Pass. And, uh, yeah, check us out in L.A., you know what I'm saying? We're going to go some events uh, pretty soon. Possibly a toy drive coming up. Hey, all the way yeah. from the west side. Out to the west you know side. The west side is the best side. Shout out to Tupac. Let's go, Death Row Records. Well, bro, thank you for coming <laughs> on, man. Appreciate it. One more thing I want you to do, man. For the, for the people that are tuning in and that are listening right now, give them a life word of encouragement um i think don't take it personally people going through a lot of stuff people doing a lot of things um that don't even pertain to you at times uh and you know what i'm saying life's tough so don't don't take it personal anything right don't take it personal it'll make life a lot easier a lot Boom. There, there it go. is. There it is, man. Bro, thank you for coming on. This was dope. I was so excited to have you on, man. I appreciate this, bro. Hopefully, you know, you'll like to come back without all the technical glitches and everything that happened today on IG. So, man, bro, thank you, man. Keep doing what you're doing, bro. Like I said, this is awesome. Thank you for your time. I really do appreciate it. And people out there, thank y'all for tuning in. Y'all could have been anywhere else in the world, but y'all was here with us tonight. We appreciate that. So y'all take care. And at this time, uh, baby boys, baby girls, what's going on? It's your boy, SKIP.88, here from Blurred Over, brought to you another Being a Blur with my boy, Ronnell, over at 8-Bit Closed Fist. Y'all go follow him, check him out, support him, and everything that he do. And at this time, WTW, what's the word said with me? U-N-I-T-Y. What does that spell? Unity. This is how me, 8-Bit. And the rest of this blur community go make it to life together. Y'all take care, be blessed, and I'll see you next time. Being a blur, and we out.
What is it going to take for you to push your agenda? Highlight your school. Peter, how did you get into this business? I thought I 
was finally getting myself into something good for once in my life. This wasn't your typical brick and mortar business. James, what in the hell is going on in our city? Oh, we're on radar to have my movie shot in the city. I'm talking about the killings. We're at war with our own community. Randy, I don't know if I can do this, man. What the hell you mean you can't do this? Lamar Green, this is Detective Mitchell. I am Detective Jackson Jones. What all happened that night when your friends hung out? Let's say you do go to jail. Is your homies gonna bail you out? Them your day ones, ain't it? I know they ain't set you up to get you screwed over. This will not be an easy journey, my friend. You may have to do some things you will regret. But keep in mind, we don't like to lose money. At the end of the day, it's just business. Then I heard that the king of the angels had fought all the battle for me, and the victory was mine for the claiming, and now praise his name I am. Uh, the first ten amendments to the Constitution.